1: Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the hottest show on the airwaves today! <gasps> I thought
0: we'd try some hyperbole, Bernard. Yes, well, it's wonderful. Good idea. In fact, that's the best, hottest, wettest idea you've ever had, you most beautiful of creatures.
1: Was that your hyperbole? Mm, yes, I was calling me a creature.
0: Well, I, I... It's not very nice, Bernard. No, but it's a thing, isn't it, to just say a woman is a beautiful creature?
1: Well, it shouldn't be a thing. Creature—it's weird. It makes me sound like the bogeyman in lipstick.
0: Yes, well, well—if you were a bogeyman, Magenta, you would be the most beautiful of all the bogeymen.
1: No, thank you, Bernard. I think. I suppose no one's ever actually seen a bogeyman, though, have they? No. So maybe they're gorgeous. Hmm? Yes. Yes, gorgeous but unsettling, like '90s supermodel Kate Moss hiding under your bed. All pointy elbows and sharp little teeth. Oh, goodness me. Ooh. Nightmarish, isn't it? Ooh. Shivers down the spine. So, anyway, Bernard, what have we got for the listeners today on the hottest show on the airwaves today?
0: Well, today we are helping people with their sleep problems.
1: Oh, are you doing most of the talking then? Uh, <laughs> Do you get it? Yes. Uh, As in putting yes. people
0: to sleep. Uh, very funny joke, my them dear. Boring
1: into a coma. Yes,
0: no, no. I shan't, <laughs> I shan't be sending people to sleep with my terrible personality instead we will be answering listeners emails on the topic of sleep and we've also got a few ghost stories that people have sent in that's rather exciting yes and we shall also be reading from your ancestral grimoire oh
1: yes 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 Madame maybelline's grimoire it was the wisdom within these pages that gave us the first clue about what to do about the whole stephen possession thing and readers i have made a few adjustments to the prose so the grimoire sounds up to date not like victorian
0: Right, I see. Yes. Because yes. we
1: haven't got time for that.
0: That That's very helpful to people. Yes, I yes, see. Yes, yes. Do you want some creepy music for this bit?
1: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, oh, and also maybe a creak as I open the grimoire.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Oh,
1: and the sound of bats flying out.
0: Yes. Right.
1: And yes. a wolf howl. Yes. Okay. And the sound of cage Moss scuttling across the floor. Yes. Uh, there,
0: there you go, yes. I've right. probably put those in, yes.
1: Right. Okay, do them one after the other. All right. Go. 15th of January, the year of our Lord, 1868. Dear Grimoire, how are you? It's me, Maybelline. Today was a dark day indeed. A dingy, dark, and desolate day. A day of such dingy desolation and drabness as to put a terrible dampener on my mood. Yes, I'm very glum. I yearn for the simpler days before my esoteric awakening. When I owned my coin, going door to door selling mushrooms and herbs, was she a drug dealer? Then she basically it was. Does it? sound
0: as if she was? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Twas a humble life. In fact, to my eternal irritation, it's still a humble life I am forced to live. Catching demons and freeing spirits pays very badly indeed, and some of the bastards won't cough up. I'm assuming she means the punters rather than the spirits. So, and the yes, demons, yes, I. Because they're not known for being very generous. I'm...
0: No, no, but the punters really don't have any excuse, do
1: they? No. My last client had a possessed peg leg, and once I had rid him of his arboreal spirit, the wretched man said he would not pay, and insisted I should offer my services purely for the glory of God. Don't nuns renounce worldly goods, he said. I replied, would a nun do this, and kicked him right in the nutmegs, before relieving him of my fee. (laughs) I like her. Yes, she has a certain something, doesn't she? She does, She's reminding me of someone, I can't think who.
0: I can't possibly think, my dear.
1: Consequently, I have changed my attire so that no one will ever mistake me for a nun ever again, although I may get arrested for public indecency. Oh, what am I to do, grimoire? My rent's due next Tuesday, and I'm short. I'll flog a few bottles of papal-blessed holy water before then, but I am tired of this penny-scraping existence. What I need is some rich blighter with a bad case of the willies, but how to find them? Perhaps I shall slip into a trance state and poke around in the unbeknownst, where the creatures of the in-betweeny whisper of what is happening on the earthly
0: plane. Uh, but Magenta, is this the part of the grimoire that gave us insight into what we could do about Stephen's possession? Oh no, it isn't, is it? I didn't think it was. Oh bugger!
1: Oh, I opened it at the wrong date. Oh, It's the information in the following week's entry that aided us on our quest. Oh. Have we got time to read it now? Well, I
0: mean, we should probably... We have we? No, we should probably get on with the letters, really. Oh, this is going to be a very, very long episode.
1: Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. At least I've set the scene with Maybelline for next time. We know what kind of woman she is, a fabulous woman. Yes. And that she needs a big case, which, as we know, she gets. On to the letters! So, as you may know, each week we tell you what topic we're going to be answering questions on on the next episode. Yes. So, uh, this week is sleep...
0: Yes, but we did also give people the opportunity to send us some ghost stories. As
1: yes, well. and they were much more enthusiastic about that. So we have one sleep letter, uh, a generic letter, and some ghost stories.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not complaining. That sounds no, fascinating, doesn't no, it? No, I
1: don't know why the hell we chose sleep. To be honest,
0: I mean, it's it's yes, it's a, by its nature rather a dull topic. Yes,
1: it? were we deprived at the time? Was Maybe that
0: it? we were. Yes.
1: So this week we're only using two. Not really books for the
0: bibliomancy. They're from my collection, aren't they?
1: Yes, because I couldn't be bothered to go upstairs to get the other books. So I just grabbed whatever's on Bernard's shelves. Yes, And it turned out to be Harmonograph, A Visual Guide to the Mathematics of Music by Anthony Ashton. Now, that's fascinating, that. And David Attenborough, My Field Recordings from Across the Planet. Also fascinating. Yes, so that's what we're using, yes? So I think in that case you should do a David Attenborough impression when you're reading the letter, Bernard. Uh,
0: Yes, I, I, I will try to do that. So uh, so the first letter we have here is from Jake. He gives his real name, so I don't think there's any uh, issue about using his real name. You just doxed him. I doxed him, I'm sorry, Jake. It okay, is a rather really generic one. Okay. Uh, so uh, so in the voice of David Attenborough, yes. Hmm. Hello, madam and Bernard. My sleep-related question is one that has been affecting me constantly. Is this
1: David Attenborough on the toilet?
0: No, no, he does that, doesn't he? He he sort of goes up and down in great enthusiasm. He'll be talking, and then suddenly he'll go quite loud, and then down again. Are you sure
1: you're not thinking of Ian McKellen?
0: No, that's very different. That's oh, yeah. much further back in.
1: Doesn't he do random shouting? He does, Isn't that yes. a classical actor thing?
0: I think maybe to it is. To sort
1: be talking very normally, and then to talk like this. I suppose
0: his, he... his brother was a, a classical actor, Ooh, wasn't yes, he? Oh, yes, of course. Dickie. Dickie. Yes. So maybe, maybe it runs in the family. Mm. So uh, so Jake continues, My sleep-related question is one that has been affecting me constantly through this winter period. Oh, dear. I seem to be waking up every night at 2.30 a.m. Any ideas on why and how to resolve? Kind regards from a very sleepy Jake.
1: You oh, dear Jake. Well, you know, interesting fact. Uh, it's a bit grim, I suppose, but three a.m. is the time when most people die. Oh yes, that's true, isn't it? Yes. So I don't know. Maybe your uh, body is going. Oh God, we're coming up to the the scary hour.
0: Better better be awake to deal with whatever might come to get me at three a.m. Yes. A. M.
1: To wrestle a robed death figure to the floor and refuse to succumb. Yes. Every night. Although if Jake Jake didn't mention doing that, did he? He, he just didn't. said he's waking up. No. It's probably bladder, isn't it?
0: They're more likely, I'd have mm. thought, yes.
1: Anyway, but let's ask the spirits, because it might be something quite uh, spooky-ooky.
0: So who, who are we consulting?
1: Well, we've done David Oh, we must so. stick with Mr So this is a, an accompaniment to a set of CDs. Yes, so. it's not,
0: not actually a book, is it?
1: Yeah. No. But it's got a lot of interesting information, so it doesn't have any page numbers. So I'm just going to flick it. All right. And uh, go into a trance state. Okay. <laughs> that sounds that sounds rude. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, and uh, you can tell me when to stop, Bernard. Uh, All right. The, uh, yes. When you normally meet. you're enthusiastically cheering me on. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. All right. Uh, Right, so. Oh, Stop! Trans- well, there, I barely got into my trance state, but. It wasn't very long, give was me it? A, a chance. All right. Oh, a bit more flicking.
0: Blah, 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 blah. Stop!
1: Ooh. Ooh. Paraguay, 1958. That's the page we landed on. Right. right, right. So give me a number?
0: Uh, three. Right.
1: And many different kinds. And in Paraguay, there is lots of really lovely music. <laughs>
0: You know, from Mr Attenborough, I was expecting something a little more profound from his sort of, you know, lifetime of collections of recordings of music from across the world.
1: Yes. I mean, the previous sentence, well, you know, it started with a fragment of sentence there. Yes. The past, the previous part of that sentence was, In Paraguay we would look for armadillos, of which there are many different kinds. And in Paraguay there's lots of really lovely music.
0: It's a bit of a non-sequitur, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Yes, and I had a burrito for <laughs> breakfast. Oh, and I've got some nice new socks. I mean, what are you talking about, David? He's not stick known... to the subject.
0: I mean, he hasn't has he written many books, David? I mean, he's quite a worldly, <laughs> he's a very intelligent man, isn't he?
1: Yes. Who'd have thought he'd be so easily distracted from from Ooh. armadillos to music?
0: <laughs> An armadillo.
1: Although maybe that's how he's kept his enthusiasm all these years.
0: Yes, a youthful energy. Yes.
1: All right. So, what does this say to Jake? So lots of really lovely music. Well, maybe, Jake, you shouldn't fight waking up. When you uh, get, uh, when you wake up at 2.30, just put on some really lovely music and go back into your nice armadillo shell.
0: Yes, yes. yes.
1: Although, are they nocturnal
0: armadillos? I, I don't know about that. I've only ever seen one running around in Edinburgh Zoo. They, they actually run around quite a lot, don't they? They run back and forth.
1: If if armadillos run around like you say, Bernard. Yes. Maybe Jake needs to get up, put on some lovely music, run around like a little nutter. Yes. Yes, just in circles because that's what the armadillo we saw at Edinburgh Zoo was doing.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: and uh, then curl up into a a lovely warm cocoon and just go back to sleep. Oh,
0: wonderful! Like uh, like sort of twenty minutes of hard exercise.
1: Yes, and And then then some lovely music. Yes, and so whatever you consider lovely, Jake. But I think the key here is there's not a lot you can do about it, so you might as well embrace it. There we go. So we've solved our only sleep problem. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, that's pretty good advice, really.
1: Yes, it's not bad at all. Right, so what's the generic letter?
0: Uh, So the next uh, next letter is from a Max Eilam. Now, Max says, I live in Israel, Palestine, but I've got a pretty neutral American accent when I speak English. So when you read my letter, you can use something along those lines. All right. Now, to me, I'm a 24-year-old student. This is my third year. <laughs>
1: you sound like you're on one of those other podcasts. You know, what, the sort ones of a true really crime.
0: Yeah, 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 sort of N W N Y C. WNYC. Yes. I'm a 24-year-old student. This is my third year studying Good education, like liter- literature, and history. Thanks for asking. When I was a teenager, as all youth in general, and trans youth in particular, I promised myself I'd leave my parents the moment I turn 18. Lo and behold, that did not happen. They got much better and patient with me, and I'm happy for that. But I feel it's time to make myself a home of my own in a crappy apartment. Problems are A. I'm having a hard time making this leap of faith, especially as I just came out of a four years relationship five months ago. I was sure we were gonna move in together someday. B. Money. My parents will help if I'm in need of it, but I'm sure I won't hear the end of it for the rest of my life. I don't make much money, or any almost. I'm having a hard time finding a job in Tel Aviv, even though I'm a good, loving teacher. Especially as I study three workdays a week. What should I do? Lovingly yours, Max.
1: Well, Max, I was so distracted by Bernard's weird voice there. <laughs> Not, you
0: just sounded exactly like those
1: other podcasts. It's weird, isn't
0: it? That somehow that is a lot more unsettling than me doing a silly voice.
1: Isn't it, it really is. I I don't know what to think now. I actually feel slightly intimidated. Like you've done a lot of research. You've you've put together a really good podcast. <laughs> And yes. you're going to judge me. <laughs> it's very authoritative, that voice. <laughs> I don't voice. like it. Uh, uh, well, Max, um, uh, right, so what are we going to give Max? Harmonograph, a visual guide to the mathematics of music, or back to David Attenborough?
0: I mean, we could try the visual guide to the mathematics what, of music. What was the question
1: again? So it was what next for young Max? Yes, Max,
0: it? Max. he he would like to move into his own apartment, but uh, he thinks it's it, it, it's uh, there's a money problem and he's having a hard time making the leap of faith.
1: And he's feeling all... Uh, All at sea because he's just come out of a relationship.
0: That's right, yes. Right.
1: All right. Well, I think maths will solve that. (laughs) So so give us a number, Bernie.
0: Uh, Do they have numbers on the the pages of that? Yes, they do. They do. All right. Uh, Let's have uh, 32.
1: I mean, you'd hope a book about mathematics would have numbers.
0: You would, wouldn't you?
1: The Rotary Fifth, three to two. That's uh, that's the title of this page. Give us another number. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, six. Oh God, this is your book, isn't it? it this is very my... much a Bernard book. Yes. Six. Higher frequency, faster moving pendulum has much the wider swing. Ooh, that actually does sound like a metaphor for life. A
0: faster moving pendulum has much a the wider swing. Higher frequency,
1: faster moving pendulum has the wider swing. So. So I think that means you need to expand your search a wider swing. So expand your search looking for somewhere to to settle. It could be anywhere, somewhere you've never even considered before. Higher frequency, maybe. When you're vibrating at a high frequency, it's because you're excited. Yes. So you're feeling a little little, uh, daunted at the moment, Max, by these big life questions and these big sort of changes, you know, young man going out into the world. But I say flip that... Angst upside down, make it excitement.
0: Yes, recontextualise your own nerves.
1: Yes, and faster moving. Don't think about it too much, just do it.
0: Yes, I mean, that's that's often a bit of advice that we give, isn't it? Yes. A lot of throw yourself in. So there you go, Max. Take the leap. I quite like that. What was that line again about a, a pendulum? Higher a,
1: frequency, faster moving pendulum has much the wider swing. That, that's very,
0: that's very poetic, isn't it? It
1: is. It is. I think we've actually done a decent uh, reading
0: from it, Max. It's a sort of uh, a, a sort of uh, more poetic way of saying. Uh, he who dares wins, isn't it? Yes,
1: thank God we didn't get the previous line. What was that? The third drawing shows a rotary fifth in contrary motion. I mean, what is that? Mean?
0: Well, that's when you... Oh, I know, I'm not. I'm, I, won't, I won't. I won't. I know you'll just tell me not to. This bore is people. about
1: music. This. Yes,
0: book. it's about the mathematics of music. You know, sort of a, a certain uh, frequencies generating particular patterns in grains of sand. Are and, they and, trying
1: to take all the beauty out of music uh, altogether? Well,
0: I think there's plenty of beauty to be found in the, in the you know the theory and the mathematics of it all. Yes, you would.
1: I mean, yes, no, no, it's, uh, absolutely, yes, yes, yes. We should yes. support each other's interests. Well, thank you. From I... a distance. Yes,
0: no, I mean, I... I while yeah. I've got my headphones on. All right,
1: all, right. all right. So, is that it? Is that it for letters? God, that's a weak haul. Well, we I mean, had... no. Thank you, Max. And, and, <laughs> and thank you, Jake. But now we have some ghost stories. And Jake, Jake, who had the sleep problem, he doesn't anymore because we solved it. Yes, we fixed it. He also sent us a ghost story. Goodness. It's a very long ghost story. Maybe he's trying to send us to sleep. <laughs> but I, I will truncate it a little bit, Jake. I hope you don't mind. And uh, uh, maybe you can put some spooky music under this, Bernard. Yes,
0: I think a ghost story warrants some more spooky music. All right, so this is
1: Jake. So, good afternoon, Madam and Bernard. I mean, he's, he's said that already. He's
0: polite, recently. isn't he? Yes.
1: Having worked various jobs throughout my years from being a cameraman for a paranormal show Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't Goodness. it? To a snowman at Santa's workshop. I mean, that's very different. He's versatile. He is, is very Jake. versatile,
0: Jake. I had no have, idea.
1: I have found myself in various spooky locations. Especially Santa's workshop, he says. Ha 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 ha. Very good one, Very Jake. good.
0: Very good. We, we do love a good joke yes. here.
1: I thought I would tell my own ghost story, something that happened many years ago, but I still remember to this day. Well, I, I presume you do.
0: I would hope That's so. That's why you're telling us yes. about. Yes.
1: My very own paranormal encounter in the dark, wooded countryside roads in Ashford, Kent. I would teach IT, specialising in using certain fruit logo based computer tablets. I had been working very late with a client at their office, which was in the countryside. It was one in the morning, and I was driving home, being very late and the weather coming down very heavily. I'm assuming rain.
0: I, I, I would assume coming down. What in, else
1: is going to come down? It quite
0: implies heavily? rain. I suppose doesn't...
1: snow? Sleet? Perhaps. Yes,
0: yes. Maybe. These are very
1: different things, Jake, who should actually tell us. Yes. If it, if it was a, a plague of frogs raining from the sky, you'd want to say that, wouldn't you?
0: Yes, I would have thought he would say that. You know,
1: the, the key to good storytelling is specificity.
0: Detailed, Remember
1: yes. that, people who re- write in in future. Not that I'm dissing Jake, this is a very good story. <laughs> OK, where was I? Oh, yes. There was a plague of frogs. I was driving very slowly through the country roads, trying to get home. As the rain... Oh, it is rain. Oh, he did specify. Hitch my car's windshield. I was finding it harder to see the road ahead of me. The roads were winding and turning, uh, blah, blah, blah. Trees, shadows, all that stuff.
0: (laughs) Really respectful reading of Dick's very personal story here.
1: Now, these roads are covered by trees on both sides. The trees arched into a canopy, their branches hanging down, curving into an almost perfect arch. The branches swayed by the wind and rain. Oh, he's getting quite poetic he here. He is. So, yes. this arch would break and form over and over. My car lights would allow me to see up through the road, but then, boom! Boom is in capital letters. <gasps> boom! The leafy canopy would close. Right. <laughs> I swear I saw someone in the middle of the road. They stood and stared at me. They pointed upward, a hooded and thin frame of a person. I couldn't see their face, but could see their hand pointing upward, almost skeleton-like. As I stared at them, I heard a creak, and out of nowhere, a tree branch fell and crashed into the road. I slammed my foot on the brakes to make sure I didn't hit the branch. Parking my car up, I sat there looking out at the branch. I then looked ahead, and the person who I saw was gone. <laughs> right? They had vanished. This stretch of road had continuous rows. Yes, you t- told us about the trees. Continuous rows of trees disappearing into the darkness. A lot of trees in this story.
0: Yes. Well, they're they're creepy, aren't they? Trees.
1: And one of them just tried to kill him. Yes. Uh, There were no houses through the trees, nor any streetlights. Only the lights from my car, which only went a little bit further beyond the tree branch that fell down. I thought to myself, what to do next? Obviously, I could drive round the tree branch, as there was enough space to get around it. But still, I couldn't just leave it there. (laughs) How big was this tree branch? Imagine if it's just a twig. Oh, a twig fell down. (laughs) I decided to get out of the car. I thought, what if this was a sting or trap? A sting. A sting operation. <laughs> a ghostly
0: sting. What are you carrying, Jake?
1: Imagine what? a sting operation where a ghostly figure stands in the middle of the road pointing upwards.
0: I like this as well, well this the, the sort brawl. of person that would go, Oh, I've seen a ghost. Wait, this is a sting operation.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, what are you it's hiding? Rather Jake?
0: suspicious, Jake.
1: And then he says, What if I am about to get mugged? I decided, nope, it's fine. <laughs> I just moved the branch and run back to the car, like something out of Scooby-Doo. I ran quickly over to the branch and skidded and ran my feet as fast as I could to pick myself up. (laughs) Though very wet and pokey, the branch was not that heavy to move. Pokey? (laughs) It's surely something is pokey only if it's poking you.
0: Well, pokey can mean small, can't it? At it. Yes, a pokey little flat or something.
1: Oh, I suppose so. Yes, uh, I imagined him
0: a pokey stick,
1: <laughs> walking around poking things. Obviously adrenaline was kicking in as I moved the branch toward the tree bank on the side of the road. I curiously looked up the road to try and find the figure who had warned of the impending falling branch, but still there was no one there. I still want to know how big this branch is. Feeling the rain starting to fall harder, I rushed back to the car. Still spooked, I quickly got myself into the car and jumped into my seat, having seen movies and TV. I quickly checked the back seat. No escaped serial killer or Jason Voorhees was not going to jump out and get uh, me from the back. No yeah, siree. That's very
0: good. Very I clever. was
1: greeted empty back seat. I felt a weight off the back of me, and I sighed. I started the car up and drove home. I hope we haven't uh, 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 laughed too much right? Jason. Well, story. No,
0: it's just a very flamboyantly written story, but it, it is. is a, but I like it. It's a good the drama. Story. Yes, there's a lot in it.
1: Yes, and the, the the very particular lack of details, which means we have no idea how big the <laughs> branches. Well, I'm assuming. <laughs> Why it's so pokey?
0: Uh, right, yes, yes, that's the big question. Yes, yeah. isn't it?
1: But he has a final question for us what was it a protective specter or spirit a guardian angel if i find myself driving through that particular stretch of road these days i remind myself of that night and it always stays with me don't have nightmares winky face says jake oh you tease jake i mean we could ask david attenborough if what it was
0: i mean we could do it's it's rather interesting because it seems as if it as he says might be a protective spirit but let's we see what david attenborough says
1: i mean did he did he actually um put the brakes on because of the man with the, well, he saw he hand. saw
0: a, a, a sort of an emaciated hooded figure with a skeletal hand pointing upwards. And but then he a...
1: only put his foot on the brakes after the branch fell, so the man was a bit redundant,
0: to be honest. So, so it was a ghost going, "Oh, hello, mate, watch out! There's a branch about to fall." <laughs>
1: and then the branch fell, and then he put his uh, he slammed on the brakes.
0: So but it might just be a ghost trying to help from the other side, and, and his
1: timing wasn't very good because he could have given him more warning.
0: Yes, but I mean, as we've said before, these ghosts are just people, aren't they? They're not. They're, yes, they're nothing and people special. are fallible.
1: Yes, and uh, you know, good timing is something that not a lot of people have.
0: Yes. <laughs> Should we <laughs> check on What a uh, what David Attenborough? Right. To uh, this? So no, no numbers. So I'm
1: going to have to go into a trance. All right. And flick.
0: Yes, she's flicking the pages as usual. Eyes rolling back into the back of her skull, speaking in tongues. That that doesn't always happen, but... All right, stop! Indonesia,
1: 1956. Give us a number.
0: Uh, Five.
1: One, two, three, four, five. Gamelan, they create new traditions.
0: Ah... Do you, do you know what a gamelan is, my dear?
1: No, and he doesn't explain it either.
0: Well, a, a gamelan is actually a, a an ensemble of instruments. It's a, a large collection of small, sort of uh, percussive mostly instruments, tuned percussion, big gongs and lots of sort of xylophone-looking things uh, in, in Indonesia. And you play them all together uh, as a gamelan group and it sounds like sort of very plinky-plonky sort of meditative sound.
1: So there you go, Jake, there's your answer, a gamelan. Ooh, you know what that means? That means there's a collection of these men who pointed branches. So, what this is saying, Jake, is that you might meet another pokey branch man. Right. Not and, the same one.
0: And, and maybe he might uh, alert you to another sort of minor hazard in your life. Yes. Go look, there's a pothole there. Yes. But uh, only but point only,
1: to it. <laughs> only at the point where you couldn't possibly avoid it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a cliff over there, cliff edge.
1: Just as your foot's going off the edge of the cliff. Uh, he appears and goes, Oh, watch it! Just as a custard pie is seconds from hitting you in the face. Another one pre- uh, appears and goes, Oh! Oh,
0: custard no. Pie. Oh, it hit you. Well, you know, should have paid more attention.
1: <laughs> yes, they're not very helpful, these people. But they never are. No, they never, never are. they never useless. They never aren't they? are. Well, right! So we have another ghost story from a Tessa. Yes. Long term listener.
0: Yes, let's see. Long term. Long. That sounds like she's in prison. <laughs> Long time. It's a prison sentence being a fan of this show. All right, so Atessa says, I was at a guy's house, we were on a date. He had to run to the store real fast. So I'm sitting in his house alone, no music or TV, just on my phone. All of a sudden I hear voices, like three different voices whispering around me. There was no one else in the house, Ooh. and where I was you couldn't hear the neighbours that well. They said, is that his girlfriend? No, she looks different. Well, they both have brown hair. I coughed and asked politely if they could not talk about me whilst I was in the room. I was very calm for some reason. When he got back, I told him about it. He yelled at the ghosts to leave me alone, and I asked him if he had a girlfriend. He did, so that was the end of that goodness! Funny when ghosts let you know you're with a shitbag. We
1: just said they're not helpful, and there, they are being very helpful. Well,
0: I, I suppose if they were ghosts, then they were helpful without realizing it, weren't they? Because they actually they were just nattering among themselves. Oh yes, they're just
1: gossiping, weren't they? Yes, yeah, so they. Oh, would... Look at her.
0: Who's that? Oh, that's oh, is that the girlfriend? No, no the no,
1: girlfriend. has no, got... got Oh, she's also got. That sounds very much like a conversation. My. Uh mother would have or something, isn't it?
0: Yes. I think I, think. I believe or, this. Or most people's mothers. I, I think this is very that?
1: Is that you, his girlfriend oh, I don't know, she looks the same as No, that's
0: way. not who it was. No, she had I'm sure she was Yes, this sounds very much like ghosts. I it believe sa- this.
1: it sounds like real human beings who then passed and were just as sort of like casual in their chat as they were before. It's yes. amazing Atessa what a ghost story. I mean, it's sort of not spooky, which no. is odd.
0: But then it's, it's like a lot of your ghost stories. They're not really spooky at all.
1: Do you know the spooky part, actually? What the fact that? that he instantly was just like, L- you bloody ghosts, you told on me. Yes. Like he came back, he knew full well about those ghosts.
0: Yes. And, and he, he just
1: instantly was like, shut up.
0: He'd left her awkwardly in a room full of ghosts who she didn't know. He didn't attempt to introduce them to her or vice versa.
1: Yes, and he clearly didn't want them talking to each other.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: But also he was completely comfortable with the fact he lived with three very chatty ghosts.
0: What an odd man. I think she's probably better off out of there.
1: I mean, apart from the fact that this guy had a girlfriend, he yeah, you know, well, also I mean, yes. had three spirits attached to him. They might have gone anywhere he went. You don't want to be in that kind of relationship, do no, you? No,
0: as well we know. Oh,
1: I mean, unless you do want to be in that kind of relationship, but you know.
0: I mean, I feel like that's something that needs to be run past a, a, a you know a potential partner first, isn't it? Yes, if yes you're going on to be that a... first
1: date, you should say, it's not quite an open relationship, but there are three other people
0: it's it is sort of polyamorous, yes. really, isn't it? It's not necessarily physically polyamorous, but it's definitely spiritually polyamorous.
1: Well, only if you re- if you get on with them, I suppose.
0: Yes, I suppose.
1: It could be physical. You do hear about people bonking ghosts.
0: Yes, yes, and you could have you know poltergeist activity.
1: What, like being hit with a vase in a sexual <laughs> yeah, way? <laughs> yeah.
0: we levitating in the room.
1: I suppose someone could levitate a shirt off or something. Yeah, absolutely. Like your T-shirt could, uh, ooh. Yes. But it, it'd take ages, wouldn't it? It
0: would, it would.
1: You'd be getting and cold as well. I mean, yes. when ghosts are in the room, the temperature drops. That's true, you wouldn't want to be naughty with a ghost because it'd be freezing. Yes, you don't want to take your clothes off, you want to put a scarf on. And you know who else I always think of when... uh, Vampires, they're cold as well. Yes. So why is it that vampires are considered sexy? When they're... It'd be like kissing a bloody corpse, wouldn't it? Yes,
0: and they'd sort of smell of earth and blood and... and
1: Like, yes, awful. It'd be like kissing a... Buying a chicken from the supermarket and giving it a a big snog. Drawing Edward Cullen's face on it (laughs) and giving that chicken a snog. And that's what it'd be like. We romanticise ghosts and vampires... And all they are are raw chickens with faces drawn on.
0: Absolutely.
1: Have we got any other letters or ghost stories,
0: Bernard? Uh, no, that's it. Do I you think... have any b- uh, ghost stories?
1: Well, actually, I do. Well, yes. you should do,
0: living with me. Yes, but I have a ghost story from my, from my own childhood. Oh, yes. it's, what you it's me? It didn't happen to, to, to me, it happened to a friend, which right. is always rather suspicious. This is apocryphal. But I did come back and see him looking very, very shaken. So I, I I met him just after this had happened. So a friend of mine was setting up uh, some some lighting equipment in the, the 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 sort of the school hall. There, right. was, there was some sort of concert or something happening, uh, and he he thought he saw. Uh, the the other kid who was meant to be helping him rig these lights right. uh, up in the the sort of the booth at the top of the hall where the you know where and you and it
1: wasn't it was a ghost is it, that, exactly, is that what we're exactly
0: exactly exactly it
1: looked exactly like his friend
0: no it, it it he saw somebody up there and then his friend came in and then he turned around and there was no one up there.
1: Was it a shape? Was it just a vague shape? Was well, it
0: a floater on his eyeball? I, I don't know. He, he 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 was not very specific about it, but he was extremely shaken, and he's not the sort of like he was white and and sort of like very What's scared. No, 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 no. My friend was right, and he was not the sort of lad who would. Uh, who would go, you know, white and shaky without good reason.
1: Was it just not someone else? I mean, it's a school, there's people walking around.
0: I mean, realistically, it might well have been someone else, but I I believe that he truly felt he had seen a ghost.
1: Bloody hell, that must have happened a lot then, you know, walking around <laughs> the corner going, Oh my oh God, goodness. there's a person!
0: Oh, Of oh. course there's a
1: person, this school has 500 people in it.
0: Yes, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, well, well you, done.
0: You did ask, and no, I, that no, is, really. I'm afraid it's the only ghost story I have, apart from the ones that we've encountered. So
1: you've never... Uh, before you met me, you never felt any ghostly stir.
0: I don't think so. I think you might have awakened something in me.
1: Yes, well, we know I have.
0: We have. You all sorts oh. of things in me.
1: Um, so uh, next time, what are we talking about? I... I, I... I'm enjoying the ghost thing, so send us your ghost stories.
0: Yes, ghost stories are always welcome, I think, aren't they?
1: But also, next time, our topic
0: is... What's our topic, Bernard? Well, we did come up with a list which included things like... I can't find the list. Sound (laughs) was one of the ones I remember, because we had a good laugh about that.
1: Uh, Yes, I mean, yes. So that could be noise pollution. It could be the sound of someone chewing. It could be the sound of your partner's voice. Um, It could be... um, uh,
0: dodgy uh, neighbours. Being in a band. So problems to do with... With sounds,
1: yes, and your ghost stories, and Bernard, you'll do a load of interesting sounds on that one, won't
0: you? I suppose I probably will. Yes.
1: All right, everybody. Well, that's been a, a, that's been an episode, hasn't it? It certainly was. It has. So uh, let's look forward to the next episode. Goodbye.
0: The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi. My
1: eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls. A man's face set inside a raging sun. The eyes
0: started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media in association with Seven Lamb Productions. Creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.